Hey folks, welcome back to the show. The guest today is another great friend of mine creating a path outside the box. He's a creative who's acted, modeled, and has found incredible success as a restaurateur and entrepreneur. Alongside his wife, he owns and runs two thriving Los Angeles restaurants, met her at a bar and met him at a bar, which have snowballed into becoming some of the spots to dine at in the LA food scene. He's just a great guy who I wanted to catch up with and sit down and talk about his success and how he, as an owner in the restaurant business, traversed the crazy unforeseen obstacle that is the COVID pandemic. We get into all that, touch on his family, his crazy belief that he's actually crazy, and he imparts some great advice on entrepreneurship. Please open your ears for the daring and impactful Vincent Keeney. All right, boom. How you doing, Vinny? I am doing phenomenal. First, first of all, I want to say huh. congratulations on no red tape. I think it's really awesome what you're doing, man. Oh, cool. thanks, man. I appreciate it. Well, it's all made possible from having guests like you, so I love it. Yes. Look at this. Look at this guy. <laughs> so, Vinny, I, I'd love to just kind of d- dive right in. Um, you are an amazing creative, but an amazing entrepreneur as well, and turned restaurateur. I mean, on in the small amount of time I've known you, um, you've just accomplished so many things, and you've you've started a family, you've got these you know bustling restaurant restaurants. Um, but I was kind of there from the beginning with you as far as you starting these these restaurant endeavors, and mm-hmm. with with met her at a bar. So could you speak about how that kind of like started? How'd you get that idea? You know, maybe talk about Mindy a little bit. I mean, it's, it's turned into like the hot spot to be. So, oh, you're gonna make me blush again, God, Mark. <laughs> you know, don't talk me up, man. But first of all, before we get started, I want to let the guests know that you were sitting in this seat many years ago. I was. I was. We're in the we're we're in Meta at a bar right now. It's super meta right now. You, it's almost like you planned this. You know what? I just I just had a just a great feeling that I had to sit here. You know, we have some uh, good vibes, good energy going on. So, yeah, soak up that. that here we seat. are, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear so, that. So, dude, um, yeah, let's uh, let's just go right into it. I mean, this is like almost six six years ago, seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my wife will probably kill me if I don't know the exact date, but I can't. I don't know. <laughs> so, we're, I'm at the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm actually working. I'm bartending. Um, long story short, I was doing like soaps and like commercial modeling and all that stuff. Another lifetime ago in Asia, Bangkok for like five, six years, mm. came here, no experience with restaurant work, you know, restaurants or anything like that. I had no idea, but I'm thinking like, oh my God, um, it's expensive in LA. So exactly. Like, probably get a job. Yeah. So it was kind so of, it's just, sur- sorry, to, uh, sorry to interrupt, but it started out as kind of like a survival job for you. Yeah, dude, because, um, yeah. you know, everything was going well in Asia, but then came back here. And obviously, you know, as an artist in L.A., everyone is talented. Yeah. Including yourself. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, phenomenal actor, Mark Lear. <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. Right back at you. Um, so, you, you know how it is. Competition's high here, and you just got to really stay at the table as long as you can, right? But of course, you have to man. pay for the rent and the bills and acting class and everything else under the sun. So I was like, I have to get a job. 
So I went to this Thai bar because I can speak fluent Thai. And um, we went to the owner, June. June, thank you so much. She was just here at Minerita Bar and we had like a big laugh and she was wearing a hat, we're taking pictures. And so she hired me just because she felt bad for me basically. And um, <laughs> started bartending and yeah. it was actually a lot of fun. Lots of drinking, lots of fun, lots of hanging out. But um, fast forward, mm -hmm. uh, Mindy, my wife now, uh, she came in the bar and we met. Honestly, oh, we met. And she'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I'll never forget. She was like, she came into the bar, beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, she's, she's so hot. So I have to talk to her. Naturally. So she's with like, of course, she's with, with, I don't know, six or seven, eight of her friends. Uh -huh. And I'm just, and you know doing drinks or whatever i don't know i was doing bullshit and and i just wanted to talk to her i really didn't care about anyone else <laughs> <laughs> so i asked about like 10 or 15 20 questions like where are you from why do you speak english so well and this and that and like what do you do here and and, and one of her friends was like wow he's asking a lot of questions i'm like well, yeah i'm interested mm. but so fast forward through that night at the end of the night i never got her number because I didn't want to be that guy, a typical guy, like, and you're at the bar, bartender asking for girls' numbers. So I never got it. Yeah. But, and I was super upset, but, you know, we were cleaning up the bar like 3, 3 a.m. And I asked one of the, the workers who knew Mindy, I go, hey, you know that girl, that Thai girl I was talking to the whole night, Mindy? And then she said that her last name, I go, well, I'm not so Mindy. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah, just Mindy. So she gave me the Facebook. I got home. I was like, should I send her a message? Exactly. You don't want to be like Facebook stalking someone or anything like that. It's like kind of that weird fine oh. line. Dude, I was legit stalking, you know, <laughs> looking through all the pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, come on. I was three in the morning. I've had some drinks. I'm like, you know, this girl is really hot and I really want to get, you know, I really want to get in touch with her. Right. Facebook, Facebook 3 a.m. And I was like, you know, what? screw it. So I'm sitting here writing a message. Blah, blah, blah. Sent it. You know, I can't remember what I said. Um, hey, how's it going? You know, I don't know. And then I'm sitting there like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done it. I probably should just wait until tomorrow morning, right? Like mm -hmm. a normal person. Well. But then, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, why, why not? The, whatever. And then I saw the dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, you know, next to writing a message. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, got it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And okay. then uh, we set the first date up. And then... Um, and went from there and then fast forward about a year and a half ago, a year and a half i think later mm -hmm. uh, we moved into we moved in together right um it was always her dream to have like her own little cafe because she was a food scientist for i don't know, eight or nine years right it and blew me away when i when you told me that and then I, I met her it blew me away that's that's so incredible i mean you you to have that knowledge of food on such an intimate basis and then all of a sudden want to start a restaurant. I, I feel like she had such a leg up already. It was so cool. Yeah. And it was just funny when we were dating, you know, during the time she was like living, living with me in Hollywood and, yeah. like, you know, I would go to acting class. We would have scene study, have some like, you know, people come and do scenes at the house and we would literally have like, shelves of Paul Newman's own dressing because she was the one who was work, did the dressings. So every time someone left, I'm like, hey, uh, do you want a Paul Newman's own dressing? Oh, Take no one. way. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's kind of funny. Um, so fast, fast forward. Um, so, yeah. So it was her dream to do the cafe. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's let's do it. 
if you know anything about me, I'm just like totally off the whim all the time. Like, sure. Yeah. Why not? You know, yeah. like short, let's try it out. Um, side note, my family has been in the restaurant industry for about a hundred years this year. Oh, wow. Family restaurant. Oh, yeah. no way. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. So you say it's that it's Russo's, on. Yeah. Sorry. I started to interrupt, but you say like it's, it, it's on a whim, but it seems like you're just like, yeah, okay. I know this. We can do this. We'll, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, yo, well, I'm getting into it. So okay, okay. Bar and Grill, like, you know, started 100 years ago, started as a grocery store in the front and then a speakeasy in the back in upstate New York. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. So as a kid, I grew up in the restaurant business and saw like, you know, my family just work their asses off. Yeah. And I just was like, you know what? I would never do this business. I mm. would never, ever, ever get in the restaurant business. And then look at today, you now. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Knee deep. But um yeah, so then uh get off that side note. So we we um we were looking for a spot, you know, we saved some money up, had a big loan, looked for a spot right here in the Miracle Mile when like no one wanted to be here, you know, it was it was affordable and we just we just said freaking hell with it. Let's just let's just do it. Right. You know? And um here we are today talking no red tape here at Menorah Bar, and uh, <laughs> that's it, man. And it's been it's been a wild ride. Yeah, a wild ride. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but no, no, I'm you're doing about great. About I was just ca- about to say that. Uh, I sorry. I yeah, I was just about to say that it's it's really cool. So you, now everybody listening, you guys know the story of how Menorah Bar got its name, right? Menorah Bar, man. That's I mean, it, it's, man. There's, it, it, it can happen. It can happen. And, <laughs> and that's another funny story. It's like when we were putting the sign up, oh no, let me, let me backtrack. When sure, I was like, sure. told my mom, my, my parents, I go, you know what? We're going to name this. We're going to name our first brunch spot. Um, met her at a bar. And my mom was like, no, Vincent, that's too long. Don't do it. You know, it's just, it's gotta be quick and catchy and this and that. I'm like, yeah, 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 maybe. But then I called her back like an hour later. I'm like, mom, I just, for some reason, I just, just resonates you know i met mindy at a bar it's a story let's just run with it yeah you know and she's like i don't know i don't think so the next day my mom called me calls me she's like oh my god vincent i love the name i met your father at a bar you know and then like and then oh my god your aunt met uncle hank at a bar and everyone's being at a bar i'm like there it is you know like there it is there's the branding right there exactly i was like "Ah." but um where were we? No, no, no. Just the story of uh, the title. That's it. You you hooked them and hook, line, and singer right there in the title. That's killer. So you guys. Yeah, man. yeah go ahead. Oh, no. And then um, <laughs> I'm just talking a lot. Right? I'll just, I, everything I have in mind, I'll just tell you. Um, it was the first, I remember the first year. I don't know how we did it. I honestly, there were so many nights here. I was just like sitting on this banquette. Mm-hmm. Like my wife and I would just like legit just pass out. And it was just like. We'd be mopping the floors. I would be mopping the floors for like one, doing the dishes. And um, I mean, everything. My wife would be doing all the recipes, doing the bacon for like three hours because we, we didn't have a yeah. didn't have a stove or range. And yeah. So go ahead. I'm so sorry. I keep, I, just keep, I don't no, mean no, to no, try please. to interrupt. Um, go, 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 go. Ask, ask. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I'm going to backtrack you a little bit because going off that point, um, you having such intimate knowledge of like the restaurant space and everything like that. And then seeing, you know, your significant other's dream. 
did you have any self doubt a little bit when you started started this thing? I mean, naturally, I, I assume you you must because it, you had all this knowledge of like, wow, this you have to work your ass off in this thing to make this work. I mean, it is such a hard industry, and as you know, so many restaurants fail. So, I mean, you know how hard it is. Um, I mean. How did you psych yourself up? Was it just that you had a partner that was really like so gung ho about it? I think it was just one of those things that we were both ready to um, make a move mm. in life. I don't know how life works like that, but there's just something in the universe, or whatever. I don't want to get all like you know, um, uh, you know, science. You know what's it called? What's the word? Metaphor. I don't. Yeah, scientific. metaphysical or something like that. Perfect. God, God, thank God for you. So yeah. it was just a time where my wife and I were just like, we, I want to do something, you know, I don't want to work for anyone or I just, we want to do our own venture. And, mm. and yeah, it was pretty scary because I've always, always talked to my dad, my mom, who are super supportive, always, always help us out. Like everything, you know, was yeah. just supportive with everything, even though they're probably thinking like, this kid's crazy starting a restaurant in LA, right. you know? waffles for you know who's the waffles you know yeah. why would you do waffles you know so yeah it was um it felt like we were jumping off the cliff and the first year felt like we just kept on falling and falling, and falling off the cliff yeah. it was just so hard you know to get to get to where we are now you know it was just it was it was hard a lot of late nights a lot, a lot of effort oh my god jeez Dude, it was crazy. I I don't know all like all of the stories. It's kind of kind of comical to be honest with you when you think about it. If you, you can't laugh about it, then you got something wrong with it. You know. Yeah. The people you meet, the chefs, the cooks, the waiters, the, the just people in the restaurant industry in general are just <laughs> hilarious. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I was it's a lot a, of fun. Exactly. I mean, I, I can only speak to like waiting tables and restaurants, but yeah, you meet a lot of characters and a lot of some of the funnest people I've ever met have been in the restaurant industry. I mean, there's something about like you, you go in the back, especially late night. And some of the cooks have, at least in my experience, are like some of the funnest people on earth. But yeah. Oh, legit. I mean, they're just wild. They're out there. First of all, they're, they're all artists. Yeah. All cooks, all chefs, they're all artists. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just, it's like this, it's just, it's their passion, food. You yeah. know, and you can really taste it when, when, when you know the cook is really passionate about his food and really cares about how it looks and how it tastes and, and they taste before they, I love it. I love, I love everything about it. I think it's awesome. And yeah. you're right. The characters in a restaurant are the best. <laughs> the best. I completely agree. hundred percent. The best. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so you, you, you broke, you know, all that anxiety, you broke it down, you took that initiative and it seems like it's paid off, but all of a sudden, you know, I, as I've known you, you know, we were kind of like in that acting space and we still are in the, in the creative space and kind of saw you kind of go down this path of, of becoming the solidified restaurateur, which is so cool to see a friend do that. But then we get slammed with kind of this unprecedented uh, event, rather, um, COVID. And of course, everybody's having to deal with it. It sucks. But you guys were in such a unique uh, situation because the the restaurant you had, I mean, it, it, you got it off the ground. It was still relatively young, but then this unprecedented event hits. I mean, how did you, I mean, what was going through you guys' heads? I mean, how did you deal with that? I'll tell you what, the first, the first time we had to shut down, I was, I was, we were legit 
a little it, it takes a lot for me to get scared like yeah or nervous or you know think too much about everything because listen if, if 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 everything went to hell we still have our health you know we have our health we're healthy we can work we can do something mm. right maybe it's not in the cards in this lifetime to do this or this or that you know things happen for a reason right right but yeah i was nervous i was a little nervous yeah. um if we if we were a new restaurant mm. if we were only like a year old like we were because oh my god we went through so many growing pains i mean i got yelled at all the time the food wasn't <laughs> that great uh. you know it I don't think there's any way we would have made it. Mm. There's no way we would have made it. You know, if, you know, the second, second year, second and a half, two and a half years in, we started getting a lot of recognition. A lot of celebrities were coming in and, and it was just started to be like the, how do I say this? Up? Like a happening up. spot, Weird. like a, a, a place started, that you had some regulars, you know, some known regulars come in. We had some known regular. I mean, everyone on TV was coming in. It was, it was, pretty awesome yeah you know and then it just started getting crazy after that and then um, every day so that's what i'm saying so then the pandemic hit what like four years later right mm. three and a half years later mm -hmm. so honestly mark like if like i said if this if we just started this establishment in the beginning mm. right and covid hit like even a year year and a half i don't think i would be here yeah it is so hard and my heart goes out to all the restaurateurs and all of the all of the workers, you know, all the shopkeepers, right? Not even just restaurateurs. It's just so much. It's so difficult to to pay all the bills, and like you know, you gotta deal with your landlord. Is your landlord gonna give you a little break on the rent? Yeah. Probably not, right? Because you know they have loans too. They gotta pay the bank. You know, it's like a whole cycle. So it's just my heart goes out to you know all those people who have lost the restaurants, and I know the blood, the sweat, and the tears you put. I know the nights that you just sit here on the couch is like, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't even know if I can do this anymore. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like after you have like a just horrible, horrible day, you get yelled at by customers or just everything's going wrong. The, the circuits break, your coffee machine goes down, you're, you don't have electric, you have a flood, or there's just so many things, you know, mm -hmm. that um, restaurant tours go through. Uh, it's just, it's hard because there's constant, um, constant costs, constant expenses. Right. And when the pandemic hits, it's like, <laughs> what do you do? And getting back to your question, you have to pivot. Mm -hmm. You have to find another way to do it. You have to work your ass off, pivot, find a way to do it. Up your to-go game. Yeah. That's what we did. We literally focused on to-goes, right? Yeah. Focus on to-goes. I'm on the, I don't know if you follow Instagram in Meta Red Bar, it's me always yelling, having fun, like showing the culture. <laughs> um, yeah. I love it. You're ki you're killing it, by the way. It's it looks great. Thanks, man. I just want it to be a fun spot, you know, casual, um, feel good, homey spot, mm -hmm. you know, and just have fun. I just want people to feel like they're coming over to their best friend's house or their or their family's house, and they're having a meal. Yeah, that's you beautiful, know, man. Nothing better. Yeah, I think I think you accomplish it well, that. man. I I think it's. And that's beautiful. I think it definitely it definitely shows off like that, especially online. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. But yeah, getting back to the you know the pivot, you just have to pivot. You know that's what I really learned, and to be and be calm under duress. Mm. I really learned you have to be very calm, and you know, 
most leaders, I don't know, dating, I don't know, thousands of years ago, whatever it is, um, any, there's any duress or any, any, any stress, like the leaders who really prevail are calm and they make decisions, not any emotions, but they make decisions because, hey, this is what's going to get us out of this hole. Right. right? right. It's a pivot, everyone. Don't worry about there's COVID-19. It's here. We either do this and we, and we get by it or we get caught up in all our emotions and don't know what we're going to do. And that's how you, you know, that's how you just go down a bad path. Right. So you pivot. Exactly. We really focus on our to goes. I'm yelling on the freaking Instagram. Hey guys, let's go away. We got to goes. You know, met her at a bar, blah, blah, blah. Reach out to hospitals. Um, the World Central Kitchen mm-hmm. is doing an amazing job. It's, Tell me about that. Uh, I'm totally. I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I just I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that. What is that? What's going on? It was founded by Jose Andre, uh, Andres. I'm, I hope I'm saying the name right. Famous chef. Um, he's known for all the chefs uh, restaurants around the world. Um, he he was he owned the Bazaar over here in mm. um, Fairfax. Okay. Really beautiful restaurant. I mean, gorgeous, beautiful restaurant known for their amazing food and cocktails. Anyway, so I guess he had like a mission statement. He just doesn't want the world to go hungry, mm. right? So all like the national disasters in Haiti, he would set up shop and like feed thousands and thousands of people, right? So if there's any natural disaster or COVID-19, like um, his organization, say in LA, right? He'll find donors to donate um, some funds for, for the restaurants and the hospitals. So it's a win-win, right? So the restaurant, so someone will call me be like, hey, can you do like 100, 100 catering orders for Cedar Sinai? I go, yeah, sure. Say like um, we're doing like just, I don't know, spaghetti meatballs, right? Say our cost is like, on, you know, a regular cost spaghetti meatballs could be like $14 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So then we would like legit do like $7, right? Mm-hmm. So we would take maybe 50% off or 70 or 50 or 30% off, do it, and then... Um, and then deliver it to the Cedar Sinai Hospital, but that's a hundred orders, right? Mm-hmm. So it's still everyone's doing well. The hospital, the hospital um, workers are getting amazing food, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and we're getting paid. It's just like a win-win-win situation for everyone. So wow. shout out to WCK World Central Kitchen because they are doing amazing work and their karma is through the roof. Wow, I completely agree. Shout out to is WCK. Is that what you said? Yes. yes. Let me just reference that one more time because <laughs> no worries. But shout out to you guys. World, I mean, World Central Kitchen. Yeah. World Central Kitchen. That that's amazing. I mean, they are. Yeah. WorldCentralKitchen.org. Check them out. They're just doing amazing things, and it's that's an inspiration to me. Mm. You know. Yeah. You know, we've donated we've donated to a few hospitals as well. You know, without without doing the WCK, but. Um, I mean, they're just doing it at such another level. Just awesome. Yeah, really. that's, during these times. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, what's the world? I mean, what's life without trying to change the world at least a little bit? You know what I mean? That's I, I more power to them. That's really cool. That's really cool. Thanks for telling me that. I had no yeah. idea. Oh, they're such an amazing organization. They really do deserve. I don't know. A hundred thousand bitcoins, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> right now, with that going on, that's crazy. What do you think about that? Are you even that following is, that? You know what, dude? 
I'm not gonna lie. Huh. Three or four years ago, it was someone's just like. Here we go. You know Story time. Mean? Yeah. I know. I know. No, I love you know it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Pull, I'm just pulling your leg. What, what's going on? Like you know, we're at the restaurant, and um, everything's rolling here. You know, this is like a year and a half in, almost two years. I'm like, yeah, what's up? I'm drinking, having some champagne mm-hmm. with some guests. I'm like, dude, you should just you should get this this Bitcoin thing. It's I'm telling you, it's gonna take off. It's a I didn't even know what it was. I go, what the hell is that Bitcoin? Yeah. They like they explained to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he's like, no, trust me. It's it's the new it's the it's the new the new thing, and then it's gonna take off in years. I'm telling you. And it was like dirt cheap. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it was. I don't even know what it was four years ago. Not right. dirt cheap, but it was dude, if you much lower than what it is money, now. Yeah. If you invested oh my anything. God. I mean, yeah. So looking back on it, and I, I was talking to that, that guy who told me, I was mm. like, God damn it, I should have learned that. I should have listened to you. <laughs> Dude, shouldn't we have all, man? I look at the price and I'm like, what the hell? Do you know what? It shows like, it, okay, money, right? You mm. have money. What mm. is money? I don't know. Isn't everything based on gold and silver? Yeah, it's like a store of value, like, right? Money's money. Right. I, money's almost like a Bitcoin. If we want more money, the government just prints more money, right? But you can't go print more gold. Right. But well, I don't know. I think that no, no, let me know where it is. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Show me the money tree. Um, But I think the concept is they can't make more Bitcoin. At least that's that's as far as I I know is they can't make it more. Yeah, that's you know more than me. Oh, I know it's worth a (laughs) shitload of money right now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Same here. Um, How do I feel about it? Getting back to it? I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I think it's really, you know, um, I mean, listen, Elon Musk can tweet, you know, met her at a bar once and I would have a line for freaking, you know, days. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, I have to open up all night long, but I think it's really innovative how people are making money these days and I'm all for it. Exactly. I, I, um, I think the democratization of wealth is pretty cool. I mean, you know, uh, giving everybody more opportunities to make their own ways is, is always uh, a cool game in my book. Definitely. With that said, I don't know what goes into making bitcoins or what goes into the whole process. So maybe if I did more research, I would be against it or I have no idea about it. Mm. All I know is that people have made a significant amount of money with <laughs> this goddamn bitcoin. Right, right. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, definitely. If I could have uh, 50,000 of them right now, uh, definitely that would be great. Um, I'll just give a hundred thousand damn bitcoins at WCK. Yeah, seriously, Sorry. guys, come on, WCK, bring it back. Give it to them. Um, I love it. but it so in all this, you know, you've mustered through COVID and everything like that. But then you have this other restaurant that you kind of <laughs> pulled up and is now doing incredibly well off the back of you know met her at a bar. It's met him at a bar. Dude. Dude, tell me about this. Tell me about this, man. Because I, I don't, I don't even think I've ever even been to this other place. I've been, I see these pictures and my mouth waters. So you gotta let me in. You have to go. It is so good. You're gonna feel like you're eating Italian dinner on the on the coast of Sorrento, Italy. You know, the taste is gonna be perfect. You got the ocean air. No, there's no ocean in La Brea. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, so my wife, Mindy, at the time, you know, met her at a bar, was really rolling. And um, Mindy's like, no, we're, you know, we're fine. I just don't want any more restaurants. It's so we to depend on so many people to do well. And so I'm like, I'm like, I know, but it's such a good opportunity. This restaurant across the street. Yeah. The owners want to get the hell out of there. They're 65 years old, you know? Yeah. 
the owner's like, Vinny, get me the hell out of here. And I was, I just was had a couple of drinks with him. Go, so what do you think if you sold it to us? And he's like, he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. What would you, you know, can we talk price? And, you know, obviously negotiated it. Right. And then um, went back to Mindy and she's like, she's like, really? Do you really want to do another restaurant? I'm like, I kind of do. Yeah. Kind of do. And we're going to do met him at a bar. We're going to do a homemade pasta bar because I love pasta. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of recipes from my mom. They're influenced by my mom, my, my grandma's sauce, my grandma's meatballs. And it's just, it's such a fun spot, man. We have a full, we have a full, full liquor, amazing food. Like I say all the pasta is made in the morning, fresh every single day, every Dude. single day you get fresh pasta. It's so good. Oh my Mark. God. Mark, please. Dude, you know I'm there. You don't even have to beg, man. I, I'm there, man. You said homemade pasta. I'm I'm a hundred percent there, dude. That ugh, that sounds amazing. But it shows, dude. Kudos to you, man. You taking the initiative yet again, seeing an opportunity and then pouncing on it. That's killer, man. And it seems like it's it's paying off. So, yeah. Knock yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yet. Let's knock on wood, both of us. Um, so yeah. So we um. Let me get my timeline straight. So we did it a year and a half ago. I don't even know. I'm bad with time and numbers. Mm. Uh, October, we took it over before COVID. Um, yeah. And then December, late December, we started opening. January and February, pre-COVID, right? Because I mean, COVID shut everything down mid-March, right? Exactly. Okay. So last January, February, we were absolutely rocking. Every single night, packed, having fun. I'm yelling, I'm going crazy. We're having fun with all the guests. It's just, I'm just having the best time. I, you know, so much fun. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, yeah. And we have a great team. Shout out to Brian Kennedy. He's our GM over there. He's doing an amazing job. Uh, it's just, it's just been awesome. And then March hit this yeah. COVID-19 yeah. came around. And then literally two and a half months in, we had to shut down literally shut down i'm like what so i was actually more nervous for that place than met her at a bar because met her at a bar had like a pretty good right you guys had a base pretty good following a good fo following good foundation but the other one you know was just up and coming it wasn't there yet so i imagine you know going back to my other question when we were talking about you know met her at a bar you, that i'm sure was super stressful and and you know you were talking about how you had to adapt. I'm sure you, you know, you took what you learned from Met Her at a Bar and applied it to Met Him at a Bar. But I mean, was it just like go time? We have to like, we have to, f you know, roll with the punches, fix the situation tenfold and, and, and do what we were, you know, do our best to get through this. I mean, take me through what was going on. What was the process like? Yeah, I mean, you said it, you hit it right on those. Oh, okay. um, the general manager, Brian and I, and my wife, we were just like, hey, we gotta, we have to pivot and we have to like make sure the food is on point mm. and the drinks to go are on point. And our service, when people walk in the door is the best. You walk in the door, everyone's greeted because I'm a firm believer. I tell all the employees here that the first step in any restaurant, any interview, any, uh, I mean, uh, any audition or anywhere you go, the first step is the most important step. How do you feel? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do I feel? All these subconscious feelings are coming into your, your decision-making process. Do I feel, am I greeted? Do I feel home? Is it homey? Is it comfortable? And is, is, how's the lighting? 
How is the atmosphere? Mm. Are people nice? Is it clean? And all these subconscious things are going on in your head and that's making decisions. Do I want to spend a hundred dollars here or do I want to spend a hundred dollars somewhere else? Yeah. Right. So I told, you know, we had a meeting. I just, we, everything had to be 10 out of 10. If it's not, we'll go somewhere else and get pasta, you know, or go down the street or, you know, uh, this place is kind of not clean or it's not friendly and, you know, and just kind of go, Oh, maybe I'll have Indian tonight, whatever. But I want to make sure, like, when you walk into our establishments, first step, created. Hey, how's it going? What can I do for you? Have you been mm. here before? Boom. Oh, I'm, I'm great. Uh, have, you had a, have you tried our fresh pasta yet? Uh, no, but I would love to. What do you have? You know, and then it just continues, continues. It builds, builds, builds. And then boom, 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 making good connections. They go home. They eat that damn good pasta. And Hell they yeah, they do. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. You know, that's, that's how it happens. You've got it down. I, I, I completely agree with that. What a golden, golden like nugget right there is just always, you know, um, have a warm impression. As soon as someone walks through the door, I think that changes someone's complete demeanor and that creates that following that, that, that regular status, or at least that connection. I love that, man. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, there's been countless places where now that I've been in the restaurant business for Forever. You don't even have to be in the restaurant business, man. You know, you, you know, when you walk into places, whether you want to be there or not. Yeah. It's that energy. The menu. Yeah. It's the whole experience, like how you feel when you walk into a room. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're a casting director and this guy walks in the room, he could probably be like the, one of the best actors they have, but if he's, if his energy's off, it's something weird, then you might not give him a call back. Yeah. I don't know, but no, no. It has to be. I think in my personal experience as well, I would I would completely agree with that. That's so true. That's so true. Energy when you walk in a room, how how you greet everybody, you know, uh, whether you seem comfortable, confident, all that stuff, mm-hmm. gracious. It's it, it pays dividends, man. Saying please and thank you is so important, mm. and people have forgotten that please and how important please and thank you is. Yeah. Please and thank you are. Sorry, my English is. <laughs> hey, it's late. You know, uh, so like, may I please thank yeah. you? All those we're casual, but we're refined. You know, oh, over your right, right, over your right shoulder, please. Over your left shoulder. You know, all the little yeah. things add up to amazing experience. Mm. You know, mm. so. I'm sorry, you're gonna ask a question. No, 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 not at all, not at all, man. I honestly having fun, Mark. This is awesome. This is, dude. This is no red tape, baby. We're we're just jiving, we're rolling, we're doing it, man. Um, so, but going off that, you know, you you've obviously built up this wealth of knowledge, both with your family, um, you know, with your the original family restaurant your family has, but also with your two restaurants, your two establishments, establishments with Mindy. What advice would you give? to maybe someone wanting to start a restaurant or just trying to be an entrepreneur in general. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're a successful entrepreneur, man. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. You're very uh, successful. So, so, I mean, is there any advice you. that you would give, I guess, to someone trying or maybe contemplating going that route? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, I would just, First of all, you have to, this sounds so cliche, right? But it's so true. (laughs) You have to do what you love. Mm. You know, I, backtracking for college, I did, I was studying finance, finance. And I, I was like, just, I did finance because you know what? I just want to go on wall street. 
I want to get married, have kids, and have a good, solid career, and blah, blah, blah. And I just was thinking money, 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 you know? And so I studied finance. I got a finance degree and a, and a minor in economics. I was horrible at it. I hated it. I got by it, but I just, I just didn't like it. After college, I mean, some uh, agents want to fly me to Asia and do commercial work and all that. And I said, yeah, get, put me on the first flight because you put me in a, a room with finance guys who are, I'm not a numbers guy. I'm in, I feel like I'm in more artsy kind of creative minds. You know? yeah, man. Yeah. I would just be so miserable. I would be so miserable. I'd have, I would probably just quit that and be totally lost, you know? So, um, well, I would do it all over again. Yeah. I, Cause I would always walk by the theater in college and be like, oh, I really want to do theater. And I never did. Cause I was scared that it wouldn't pay well when I, you know, mm. uh, in the future. Yeah. And I was also a little scared because I was kind of like, you know, all with, you know, the guys, I don't mean, you know, theater, who does theater, Dude, Yeah. you know, it's kind of that whole per perspective that's kind of messing with me, but I was like, I really want to do acting. I love it. I love writing, acting. I love philosophy. That's what I want to do. Mm. But I studied finance, which is, listen, it was, it was fine. It was great. You know, I got by it and you know, I did all the presentations, like, like, you know, it's like, oh, this quarter, I did all the presentations. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't have me do the calculations, but I can talk if you want. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that would be like my first advice. It's so hard to tell people that, though, because, you know, in hindsight, it's just so hard to make that move, mm. what you really want to do when you're thinking money and, you know, it's money sucks. You know, just messes everything up, you know? Yeah. I think if money wasn't involved, people would do what they really want. Yes. Um, Do what you do. Do what you really want to do, you know? Do what you love. And then the money will come pouring in. It comes fucking pouring. Excuse my language. It comes pouring in. Whatever, man. Do what you love. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Fuck it. It'll just fucking just come on. It'll be raining gold coins if you do what you love because you're going to put so much passion and hard work into it do what you love work your ass off and don't expect anyone to do it for you Mm. don't expect it Mm. and if it's if it's too good to be true it's too damn good to be true (laughs) it is yeah you know it is you just got to work your ass off and be yourself and be a good be a good fucking person I love that you started this whole advice with saying, oh, this is kind of cliche because it's something that, you know, is said all the time. But I mean, just like you just said it, it, it's so true. It's so true. You just have to do what you love and work your ass off to make things happen for yourself. I feel, I feel like maybe you would agree with this. I don't know, but I feel like when you're pursuing something you love, you just naturally work harder at that thing than anything else because you're fueled by the fulfillment you're getting. Okay. <laughs> cool. I guess, I guess okay. I'm on the right path. You know, you have those little breaking points, you know, like when I always kind of compare this to be in being mm. in scene work, right? Mm, yeah. You know, you're doing a scene, you're working on a scene for like three weeks and, um, and maybe the first time you go up, isn't, isn't that great? Cause you don't have the energy. You don't have, you don't really have the character in you. Um, so you don't really get those breakthroughs. That's the best word I'm looking for. Breakthroughs, right? Okay, yeah. So 
then you get those little breakthroughs you're like holy shit i'm actually good at this you know oh shit we broke a thousand today oh wow because we we went through all those little breakthroughs oh wow we hit two thousand today oh we did this we did that yeah. we got all these people we had we had uh, all these celebrities coming in they know my name all these little breakthroughs 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 you know mm-hmm. they all come together and they just give you that confidence you know you're just like i can do it you know mm-hmm. i can do it you're doing it just do it work hard be a good person help others and work your ass off yeah it's important to help others though too yeah you know you have to help others because that's i don't know it's good karma now, i think it's good karma but also you don't want to i mean you want to build bridges rather than smash them along the way because you never know when things might come back to help you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. You might be asking that person for help one of these days. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You just oh, yeah. never know, man. Like, yeah, we're, you could be rocking one day and the next day just, I don't know, COVID-25 hits or whatever the fuck it's going to be. Called. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? We're all banded together know. because the meteor is coming or something like that. Whatever. But <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. I just said, I think it's a collective kind of answer. It's like, you know, do what you love, do your passion, mm. work hard mm. and be a good fucking person. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just be a good person. You know, it, it just, just so many successful people. I love humble, successful people. Yes, me too. I just want to be around people like that. Mm. Humble and successful, not flashy, not, you know, boastful. I just don't want to be around people like that. And if you surround yourself with people who are humble and successful, I mean, sky's the limit. Mm. Wow. So sorry to give me your big roundabout answer, but no, dude, I think you, 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 you answered it well, man. I, I, I couldn't have answered it better myself. That was, that was beautiful, man. That was great. Um, so I, so here's something that I was wondering, you know, in, in prepping for us talking as far as, cause you know, you know, we've kind of hit it over the head at this point, but you, you kind of with the restaurant industry, you survive once, once in, I guess, a hundred year event. I just want to know if were all those, all the regulations, every steps along, every step along the way, especially being part of like LA's food culture and everything like that. Was it clearly communicated? Cause you hear, you know, back and forth from this side or the other. I mean, were, were regulations uh, clearly communicated? Were, I mean, I know you guys are rolling and adapting with the punches, but were things, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, was communication dealt with appro- appropriately in your, you know, with with how everything went? I mean, how, how did you, I'm, I'm rambling at this point, I fully understand no, it's that. Okay. But. I, I, think, I think I can answer this question. I feel like you want to ask, like, um, were the officers of of health department? Yes, that's what I'm getting exactly at. Yes. What you have to do? Mm. Are you complying with the CDC guidelines? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because it was kind of an unprecedented, unprecedented event, and so they're having to input things on the fly all the time. I and mean, when with all that disruption, you, know what, man? you said it. It's just, it's this has never happened before. Mm. I mean, it's a hundred years ago, right? Yeah, but um. I have compassion for those workers. They're just working their butt off. They're just trying to come up with things for things, guidelines and codes for us to safely and properly open. Mm. Right. Mm. Mind you, no one knows anything about COVID-19. Yeah. 
no one really knows how it spread at the time, right? Mm. They didn't know if it spread through the air or if you touch your phone or it just whatever's the most um, what's the word uh, spreadable? No, um, yeah, contagious. Anyway, how you catch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah contagious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like how how can you how can you get it right? So they're just doing everything. You have to wipe on all the surfaces. You have to have air fresh. You have to have clean air. You know, you're right. there's just so many things. You have to have like little stars outside for people to stand six feet apart. And it's just, I felt bad for those workers because I can tell you right now, I know some of them who go in the restaurants and they would get berated because, you know, the restaurant owner was going under and just pissed and frustrated and they're just doing their job. Yeah. Right. So was communication perfect? No. But was anything, was anything perfect under this whole COVID-19 with restaurants and everything else under the sun? No. You just roll with the punches. You do your best you can. You put your little markers out six feet. You know, you clean as much as you can, sanitize, and uh, wear your masks, wear your face shields, mm. and just, and just uh, um, be as safe as possible for the guests and for the employees, mm. you know? And um, that's it. I had a, I had a, uh, what's called the CDC guideline officer come and talk to me about it. And she kind of like just told me, she's just like, it's just, she kind of just broke down and really kind of told me it's just, it's just hard, you know? Cause what are they supposed to do? Give us a fine for the money that the you know, restaurant restaurants don't have. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What are they going to do? Fine you $500 because you don't have the markers on the floor. Or it's not six feet, it's five feet. Mm. You know, so it's just, they're just hard for all sides. Yeah. But I think everyone was doing, at most restaurants were doing the best they can. And they pushed the law, they pushed the limits, right? Mm-hmm. Is it five feet? Is it six feet per table? Most people probably did five, you know? Go to restaurants, man. You can, everyone can go look. Yeah. You know? But, uh, we did the best we can with, with complying with everything because I was just nervous of getting a fine that I did not want to pay or or being on the news, people taking pictures and it's a mess, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did the best we could. Yeah. I think we did a pretty good job of, of, of keeping all the cleanliness. And I mean, I was super strict. People wearing the face mask and sanitizing and everything. Well, of course, man. That's your livelihood, of course. Um by the way, great hair tonight, man. Great hair. How's my hair look? Dude, come on, man. You know I can't compete oh. with you. What are you, what are you oh, bringing that up? Oh, God. <laughs> look at this guy. I, got... <laughs> I was too serious. I had to break the ice, man. Too serious. I love it. I love it. Um, well, cool, man. Yeah. So, dude, I love – I've been able to watch you from afar. you become this incredible family man right in front of my eyes. Um, dude, how's the family doing? How's the kids? How's Mindy? Mindy's great. Mindy is the most talented, beautiful, superwoman mom I know, next mm-hmm. to my mom. Um, I'm super lucky to have her. Core. I don't even know what how it would be, you know. Um, Francesca, our little daughter, she's just this bright, beautiful light in our life. It's just the most amazing experience ever. And when people tell you, like, you don't know until you have a kid, mm. you really don't know until you have a kid. <laughs> how much how much you care, how much you worry, how much you love your own child. It's just crazy. Now I know why my mom was so worried about every little freaking thing, mm. you know, <laughs> but, um, everything's great. 
super fortunate and lucky. Everyone's very healthy. We have a baby boy due in Ju- uh, July. Wow. Wow. So Man. the house, the Kinney household is going to be pretty busy coming July, August. So that's, that's spectacular, man. That's really cool to hear. That's awesome. And I'm glad everybody's doing well. I'm glad everybody, uh, it, <laughs> your little daughter's a ball of energy and Mindy's doing great. That's killer to hear, man. That's really cool. You're just keeping, keeping us busy. Everyone's busy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, how about you? Okay. So other than the restaurant thing, you've been working on anything creative? Uh, been writing any? I have actually. Yeah? I have actually. Are you yeah. able to spill the beans a little bit on what, what's going on? Something to do with met her at a, you can figure out the last, uh, Okay. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I've always had like a, I just think it's a really cool story. Yeah. You know, it's fun. It's, it's different. We got two opposites at a track attracts the, the nerdy scientist, Asian scientist wants to do her. Yes. I think her you, restaurant. I think you mentioned this yeah, to me I told before. You. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wrote a, I wrote a pilot. So we'll see. Yeah. I wrote a pilot. And then I'm writing some other book. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause yeah, man. Yep. It's about laziness. <laughs> oh, really? Dude, I've, I've yeah, been, I think I'm lazy. Well, it's funny you say that. I've been watching your post on Instagram about um, you're really into Ryan Holiday's. Um, gosh, and I'm really I into stoicism that. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. love that. Love it, dude. It's I haven't so I, I haven't read it yet, but I've read so many like excerpts of it that I feel like I've at least read a chunk of the book by now. Um, but, dude, it's brilliant, and I love the, seeing those posts, by the way. But, uh, yeah, so – is it kind of based on that? Did you pull from that at all when writing this book or no? Yeah. Cause you say laziness is intrigues me. Yeah. Cause I feel like we all think, I feel like we all think we can do more, but we don't mm. like, do you ever have that question? Like how did someone invent this? Why didn't I fucking think about it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or, or I did it or I thought about that and I saw it. I'm like, why didn't I fucking do it? Oh, cause you're lazy. You didn't do it. That's why. You just didn't do anything. <laughs> you just went home. You watched TV. <laughs> you got an ice cream. You may have had a beer or whiskey, and you went to bed at like ten. Yeah. And you were, you know, and you're going to do it all over again. You know. Mm, mm. It's all these little habits that just make us lazy and just like God. It just. And I have a fun little, fun little thing I'm working on. I think it'll be fun. You know. Okay. Yeah, but but it's not going to be so super long. It's going to be a fun read. But I think it really it just resonates with me because I just feel like I'm just lazy sometimes. Wow. I just don't want to be lazy. Dude, coming from you saying that you're lazy, man, that's, that's a, I just didn't expect that. That's pretty cool, man. Um, just taking, uh, taking that to heart. I just would never say that you were lazy. All the things you've accomplished, everything like that. But I guess you knew yourself way better than I. I don't know. I just feel like we can always do more, mm. you know? Up the efficiency. Maybe. And I've been wanting to write this book for years because I'm so goddamn lazy. <laughs> 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 Damn it, Mark! Dude, I, but, um, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun little. You know what? After this podcast, I'm gonna go write some right. I'm gonna go write because now I just got all these like ideas bubbling to the surface. Up. I love when that happens too. Something happens throughout the day, and all of a sudden you get an idea. And it, dude, for me, it sucks because I'm I always get an idea, and then I either have to pull out my phone or do some shit. Like I'm trying to find a a piece of paper, or else I forget it. You know, and you lose it forever. And you're just, ah, oh, that was such a brilliant moment I had. Like just a, maybe like a, a piece of dialogue or something that comes to me. I don't know. And do you ever notice, dude, you are so right. Do you ever notice like yeah. when you have an idea or 
or a business idea or anything. Hmm. For some reason, if you look it up, I guarantee you someone's working on it or someone will work on it soon. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, even Hollywood, you get scripts going around here. You know, one of my manager friends, he said, like, legit, like, you'll have writers. It's the weirdest thing. You'll have totally different writers don't even know each other, almost working on the same thing. Wow. It's just weird how it works yeah, out. Small world. It's almost and, like and, a. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah. Well, I was about to say, it's, it reminds me of kind of like a collective consciousness thing. You know how like different cultures have the same origin myth, but they're kind of, uh, you know, called different things or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Where uh -huh. two people that don't or two groups of people that don't have anything, any really connection, all of a sudden they have the same ideas. Better yet, you know when you've been singing a song, like just out loud and then all of a sudden, or it's in your head yes. and then it's, you know, someone starts singing it right next to you. Yes, yes, yes. So are you going to start singing baby songs the whole time? Like one little finger, one little... That's it? That's it in your head? <laughs> oh, dude, I've got a plethora of baby songs in my head all day long. What is... And then my little daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? I was about to say, what, uh, what does your little daughter like to watch these days? Are you watching a lot of the Disney Channel or what are you guys watching? Well, I don't, I don't like to have her watch any, you know, TV per se. Oh, good for you. Like little, okay. Yeah, I mean, we just... Yeah, not not yet, you know, mm, mm. not yet. L little cartoons here and there. If like my wife has to cut her toe, like nails and stuff, so she's like this, and she just cut, 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 cut. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just love. I mean, the kids. It's crazy. The kids like you put a cartoon on them like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how it's just like a drug for them. They just look at it like. It's well when they're at that age, you know. I imagine you know better than I. It's like when we're at that age, or at least when I was, or I can see someone else at that age. Your brain is like such a sponge. Or do you find yourself having to, at least at first, because you were a new dad? I mean, do you find yourself kind of tiptoeing around, saying things or approaching things around her? Or I think I think at first, I think at first maybe mm. maybe a little bit, but then it just it just becomes nature. It's natural. Just become dad. Yeah. Right. Know. It, it just mom and dad come in you just become mom and dad yeah everything just takes over your body and just your your dad you know cool. wow. so you don't really ever think of i don't know you just do it mm. you know you know when she poops you just have a feeling <laughs> or you smell across the room yeah right you know when she pees mm. she look at you you poop yep let's go you know you just just dad life gets in and yeah Dad and mom life, yeah. So who? Uh, I, love it. I think it's. I think it's awesome. Yeah. So who changes more diapers, yeah. you or Mindy? Hey, I'm pretty good, man. <laughs> That's my wife. All right. Put my time in. I hear that. Put my time in. I've been changing a lot of diapers. Well, killer, man. Recently, just because I've been working so much, Mindy's been changing a little more diapers than I have. But um, mm. yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. You know. Yeah, of course you like, are, man. Hey, I changed your your damn diapers when you were a kid. Don't you get Don't you get crazy? You know. That's why I'm taking pictures. See this? Yeah, you can hold it over her head later on. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. You see what I had to do for you? You know? <laughs> see what I put up with? Come on. Yeah. All your shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, killer, man. I, I can't wait to to read your book when it's published, or at least, dude, when you if you need a test reader, man, I'm here. I'm raising my hand. 
Hey, so now, now, now that we're officially recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the record, I, I should probably finish the damn book, right? Dude, you need to finish the damn book. In fact, my listeners want to want to hear this book. Don't you guys want to hear this book? You guys definitely want to hear this book. <laughs> Do you have a, a title for it yet? Am I allowed to ask? I do have a title. Do you want to reveal? No. You, you don't Not have yet. to. Okay. Okay. Not yet. Because we'll I don't know about like it's such a good title, so I'm not gonna say it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Yeah, you don't want people to steal it. Um, cool. Cool. We'll, uh, keep everybody keep on your toes. Okay. It's it's coming to you it's soon. It's about laziness. Okay. That's it's funny that you no. say that because I read so many. I'm an audiobook junkie, and I read or. I say read, but honestly, it's listening. I listen to so yeah. many um, incredible books about like, have you read like 48 Laws of Power or Mastery? Yes. Or, yes. Awesome. Dude, 48, incredible. 48 Laws of Power, incredible. Right? Absolutely incredible. And they, they, and they reference like kings and queens and, and I mean, everyone on their son. Yes. Who's like, and, and they give you stories about why this law pertains to this action. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, guys, honestly, anybody listening out there, I think you guys would really enjoy this book, 48 Laws of Power. I know I'm, like, plugging it. Don't worry. I'm not paid by the author or anything like that. I think his name's Robert Greene, but it is an amazing book. And um, Awesome. Like Vincent said, it's, like, referencing all these historical moments that these people have accomplished things. It's incredible. But anyway, I, I, I find myself captivated and caught up in all these books all the time, man. I go on these long walks, and I just digest these things like it's nuts uh, i probably go through at least an audiobook a week or at least i try to oh awesome man i mean good for you it's it's really it's it gives you inspiration you know when you um every morning i read a oh my god I just you just said the book that i'm reading every yeah morning. it's uh by ryan holiday it's a uh, yes the, the uh, uh dude night <laughs> it's uh it, it's the stoic it's the um uh, Look it up, somebody. Yeah, Producers, right? where are you? Gosh, I, I'm looking up my Ryan Holiday. Ryan Holiday, what yeah. Great guy, you are. Uh, the uh, the is the way. Um, yes, the the. Uh, the wow. The, uh, what is it called? The Daily Stoic. Yes, the day. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't. Well, you know, I haven't read the. Actually, I'm going to give myself an excuse. I haven't actually read the the, the title. I'm just reading the. You know, material. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm an idiot. I get it. Yeah, whatever. No, no, no. I'm a lazy, whatever. No, dude. But yes, the Daily Stoic is a great read because it just breaks it down every every meditation is per day, right? Mm. So because it's just you can focus on one meditation, and it's it's a quote by like Marcus Aurelius, and then it explains the quote. You read it, think about it. You know, if you guys do a diary morning diary, you can write about it, you know, what, what resonates with you, what doesn't, or don't, or read it and be like, oh, wow, maybe I shouldn't get angry today. <laughs> maybe angry is a weakness. Maybe I should be more compassionate. Mm, mm. Maybe I should just be a damn good person, you know, but um, it's a great read. I love it. Every morning I read um, one meditation. That's killer, man. What a way to jumpstart the day. Thank you, Ryan Holiday, for doing that. <laughs> Shameless plug to both those authors. Um, <laughs> but, dude, this has been great, man. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, dude, It honestly, if you guys visit L.A. or live in L.A. or just want some amazing food, 
please go to Met Him at a Bar and Met Her at a Bar. It's an, it's incredible. I promise. Vinny's going to take care of you. Um, you're going to have some amazing dishes. Change your life. Um, or at least change your day for the better, you know, if, once you eat that food. It's incredible. I love it. Dude, thank you so much. Congratulations on No Red Tape. I think it's phenomenal what you're doing. I've um, The whole podcast thing, just really, I, I love it. Um, I'm just happy for you, man. And it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. Dude, it's great to see you. And I'm happy that you're doing well. I'm happy the fam's doing well. It, it's, it's really cool to hear about these creative projects. You're, you're you know, taking on your own. Oh, the, well, now this is on recording. I have to finish the book. Dude, like, you have to. How lazy I am or not, I have to go and finish the book. In fact, guys, you need to berate Vinny on social media <laughs> about how you he hasn't finished this book yet, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. It's only been three and a half years. Well, <laughs> it's all right, man. I've been working on a pilot, I think, for a year, at least over maybe a year and a half now, so I get it. Ladies and gentlemen, good things take time. Exactly, exactly. Fully believe that. Well, Vinny, this has been great, man. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug before you go, or have we covered everything? I think we covered everything. Um you know what? I, I would love to tell everyone, like the, the, the entrepreneurs, like I just forgot one Please. thing. I really want to say this. Yeah, let's circle back. You know, just be, obviously work hard, be a good person, help people out because those are the people who have long-term success. Mm. The people who kind of try to cheat people and this, you know, they might get, get like some short-term success and run into a bunch of money, but they, they always sizzle out, sizzle out. Um, it's, what I, I think the most important is to be yourself, mm. you know, just be yourself, you know, any under, it doesn't matter any, uh, as an actor, right. Under mm. these imaginary circumstances, just be yourself in the room. How would you react to that? It's so important to be yourself and you will eventually be in the world that you will are supposed to be in, mm. whether it's a restaurant industry, whether it's an actor, whether it's a producer, whether it's a fashion, doesn't matter whether it's on wall street, Right. If you just be yourself, work hard, be a good person, things are going to work out. That's it, man. Dude. Wow. That's great, man. I, yeah, let's end it with that, man. That was, that was, that was beautiful. Let's end it with that, yeah. All right, man. Well, dude, take care. This has been wonderful. Always good to see you, like we said. And uh, I'll see you soon, man. I, I'll grab a drink at one of your amazing establishments. Would you come? And bless us with your presence, please, soon. <laughs> See, now I'm obligated, guys. He's got to finish the book, and I've got to go grab a drink. All right. Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Of course, man. We'll have you on again. Thanks, Vinny. That's it, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the show. Be sure to stay up to date with Vinny's Restaurants and himself on Instagram, and stay tuned for our next episode. Love you all, and until next time.